Yes. Thirty-nine. <laughs> go. Thirty-nine. Go. 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 <laughs> oh god <laughs> stupid idea is this I don't know so what is the situation on the road then what have we got 19k's to go uh, if I remember correctly there's a, there's a lumpy bit just before the end and then it's 20k of go 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 to the end I don't and, even know who's in the lead who's three, this person 1, three, three, four. Three groups on the road so we've got a leader oh it's Factor who's, who's, he, who's this and then a group at 324 and the Peloton at 806. So One this minute, is breakaway but... territory, isn't it, really? They're never going to bring this back. Um, we probably should that, uh, concentrate. Is that Magnus Court again in the little group chasing? I, I, oh, that was the person I was thinking of. Surely it's Margaret Court from Magnus Court. <laughs> no? No. You don't get the reference? Yes, but no. Oh. It's not court. It is Betiol. No, Betiol in the chasing group. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Shall we? Should say you are listening to uh, the Full of a Pog, a podcast mainly about cycling, but which is also kind of like about other things too. And we're watching the last what we're now seventeen point eight kilometers of stage twelve of the Giro, one hundred and seventy nine kilometers from Bra. <laughs> I'm looking forward to saying that all day to Rivoli. I'm here. I thought you were going to cheer then. Hey. Lawrence is here. At least somebody's here. <laughs> Stu is here. Hey. But Andy is He's not here. Never here. He's on the road. <laughs> He's on his bike. Uh, It'd be funny if you saw him on the side of the road and now he just popped over. It just, just, just popped over to Bra. Just to mock us, and he had a little sign saying "For the love of Pog" on the side of the road. That would be very, very funny. Stu, you're not in your tent. No, the tent is not being used tonight. Um, didn't need it. It's too warm. Now we've got Summer's to say, here. Stu. Obviously, we are recording this the day after a big night for you last night, being the uh, the resident Manchester City fan of the quartet here. So City. now you're in the final. Tell us about how do you feel. Well, relieved, first and foremost, but very pleased. You know, you've got to fancy your chances against that entity. Who, you know, on paper and also looking at, looking at the semi-day play, they're a very good game, but they're not in the same league. That was the final last night. Do you think Real Madrid are an off-light last night? Because I don't think they play particularly well. I don't think they were allowed to play well. I mean, well, that's, yeah, maybe that's the point. They said they lost, they lost every battle from, you know, every minute of the game. They didn't Man, get a chance. All the stats, everything about it, they were dominated. If it wasn't for Courtois, the game would have been done by half time. The, the first half was quite incredible. It really was. Yeah. I only you heard know, it on was... the rate only heard it on the radio and it sounded it just sounded as if they didn't give them a look in, really. They just dominated from start to finish. They didn't. I mean they're two Tony Cruz had a good shot and then a good free kick and they could have scored. But apart from that, they were never given a sniff. And you know, in one of those games, you think, well, if that was another Premier League team, it probably would have been six or seven nil, or it wouldn't have got to that stage because it would have been done and dusted, and Pep would have made yeah. wholesale changes. Yeah. But he didn't. He kept everything as it was. He bought, if anything, he bought on the Mares and Foden, which are equals the, the first eleven, just to actually bring on fresh legs and punish them even more. And they did. So, um, 
yeah. I think it feels like I think it feels like yeah the momentum is gathering now. I mean, Haaland has had a he had an interesting match, didn't he? I mean, he did had lots of chances, but he doesn't. The biggest game big he hasn't, hasn't scored, so it hasn't. He's missed. He's a couple of games in a row now. He hasn't scored. Yeah, but the reason for that, Matt, is because you know everyone everyone marks him. They focus on him, and the danger with that is when you focus on him, you've got so many other good players, whether it's De Bruyne or Gundogan well, then, or Silver. Silver stepped step up, up last night. Exactly. Silver yeah. stepped up. Gundogan yeah. stepped up against Everton. Kevin Kevin De Bruyne stepped up against Wales in the first game. So you can't do that. So what he does, he's a foil as well, as well as being an amazing finisher, he's a foil. And to be fair, he, he had three good attempts and, and three really good saves with Courtois. You know. yeah, Courtois is an amazing keeper, though, isn't he? He is. He is an amazing keeper. I mean, he's... Uh, yeah. He'd probably get into the City team, potentially. Up there with Edison, definitely. But, you know, but he, feel he, good about it. But they have... You can def- definitely tell confidence. And I saw a bit of the interview with Grealish afterwards and... Like you said, they just they feel invincible at the moment. You can just see it, can't you? They're just yeah. And it was good as well because I was loving watching Cal Walker. You know, Cal Walker. He popped his cock back in, didn't he? And then thought, right about do some running now. And then and then decided let's put my cock back in and then I'll leg it down the line and chase this guy. And he did it every time. I saw him interviewed afterwards, and I just after hearing that story, and then you watch somebody being interviewed, you're thinking, what are you thinking? You're on TV to millions of people and then, and a lot of those people know what you did uh, it's, yeah it's yeah that may be silly uh, yeah. that's footballers for you though isn't silly it silly boy silly just boy. back to the silly cycling boy. for a second so we're at 13 13 kilometers to go they've caught uh, I think they've caught this guy Frigo who was away so, this... so there's still three in the still three no what was the leaders in group we haven't really paid much attention this they is the trouble watching this on replay there. isn't it they haven't showed the race leaders very much. That's no, I mean, I've, we've stayed away from this stage all day, so I really have no idea what's going on here. 12.9. Obviously, the, it's going to be the breakaway or the second group. The this, this is going to go quick. It's because they're racing downhill. So it's yeah, so there's 13K. Oh, it's, it's um, Simon Clark, isn't it? Is that Simon uh, Clark? We've got... No, this is the race, these are the race is leaders. It? I'm waiting for the caption to come up. Yeah, this is riveting commentary that we're giving here. Just say this Giro, right? While we're waiting for the to show the caption, it's a bit of a mess, don't you think? It's, we've it's had a right old mess. We've obviously had, we talked about Remco a lot on the on the last episode. Obviously, he had to pull out with COVID. We had all the COVID withdrawals, so obviously Remco was you know looking very good for the win, maybe. Obviously, you know up against Rog as the sort of main challenger, and then we've had obviously Teo Bakewell Tart crash out as well. So another one who was, you know, he was thinking, well, actually, he took it in such good form he could win. So the GC is kind of crazy now with Thomas, obviously Thomas in pink. But it, it and the weather and just, it just feels like a bit of a mess of a race. It, but the Giro always is a bit like that, especially with the weather. I mean, there have been countless times where they've had to cancel mountaintop finishes and stuff. So it, that's why I quite like it. But with the added thing of COVID, that's the worst thing because that makes it completely unpredictable. So it, that, you don't know what's going to happen now in the next two weeks. Mm. Uh, Question on the COVID thing, though. Is it is it more about the obviously <clears throat> withdrawing them because of COVID's effect on the athlete rather than infecting other infecting other riders? It's not an issue they don't now need with to COVID. Pull them out. They don't no, they need don't, to pull them they out. don't need to do they? They don't need to withdraw them. So it, is it, it more about the performance impacts of having COVID? Yeah, yeah I think it is. 
And that's all down to the indiv- each individual and then the team doctors, I suppose. And they 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 seemingly pulled Remco out because he genuinely was ill. So therefore, you know, if a rider is ill, they should pull out. There's, that's what there's been all the without COVID. There was always conversations about if uh, why are riders taking things to mask illnesses to get them through. If they're ill, they're ill. You just don't mm. you don't ride. I think if I was Remco, that'd be even more annoyed at the team then, really. Oh, that, someone's gone for a flyer at. Eleven point eight to go. The break, the the breakaway has kind of split up completely, isn't it? And they've uh, who is that on the front? I'm just trying to work out where who's gone. Sorry, you got a Trek Segafredo rider, and you've got a Bora rider. We should have all the numbers up so we can tell. It does seem to me though that it just felt so sort of oh my god, it's, you know, when having COVID again. Just think, yeah. oh, I thought we thought we'd gone through all this. Really, it just seems surprising that COVID has gone through, not completely through the peloton, but a number of riders having to pull out but, with it. But really. it is surprising they pulled Remco out, considering he won the time trial. <laughs> he still won the, the time trial that day, and was still in pink. And the next day was a rest day. I know, and I couldn't understand so why, why they just didn't leave him? it twenty four hours. Yes, yeah. and then say, mm, actually, you're not fit. You're not. You don't seem to be feeling too. You know, you're a bit better now. You could, there was another stage. What was the stage after that was a bit of a sprint stage. He could have coasted through a couple of days. Is it because they now just know more, a bit more about the effect of long COVID or COVID on, on performance? Do, and they're they? thinking about the heart, apparently. So I think it, there's a, they know a bit more that it could, could have a detrimental impact on if you're working at a high intensity. So I could understand about precaution there. But it would be gutting, wouldn't it, to think that you're in pink, you've won the time trial, did really well, and then, ugh, got to get pulled out of the race. Mm. So 10k left. What, whatever second it group, is, it's second bad group for the, three minutes. It's bad um, for the race, full stop, though, isn't it? That's the, that's well, I think, especially with Teo going as well. I think, mm. you know, maybe one one uh, GC, well, the, the favourite going, okay. We've still got Pog, but uh, with, with Teo going as well, that's a real shame because he was looking in, in really, really good form. Just to jump back until we find out who on earth is winning this race at the moment. Um, another footy question. Back to Milan and, and Inter. Just uh, I was looking at the at the the pictures of the the, semi, the other semi final the night before, and uh, kit. Milan's kit or Inter's kit? Obviously, very very similar over the years. Just the black and red stripe for Milan, and the blue and black stripe for Inter. It's got to be Inter's, hasn't it? I've never liked the blue and the black. I do like blue, but I'm with you, Loz. I prefer Milan's kit. The red and black's a better combo. Red goes better with black than blue. I think normally I agree. I normally I would agree with you, but there's something I've never liked. It just looks really dull that blue and that black and red. I've always preferred the, the actual blue of Milan to go with the black. Well, they're both no. iconic kits, though. I think they are, but, but they mess. People keep messing up stripe kits. Yeah, what's with the numbers in the back, isn't it? You know, like but, silly I mean, I think, zigzaggy bits or kind of... I think of, it doesn't know. go well with the sponsor on the front. Mm. The sponsors tend to mess that up. And I always think Milan's sponsorship always seems to mess up the black and red compared to Inter's blue and black. But Just, just yeah. to bring up to the race for a second, you've got Jacopo Mosca from Trek Fredo is in that group. And you've got... He's uh, the guy who's just getting back on... From Israel Premier Tech is Genta Beermans. That's pretty good pronunciation, I think, though. Yeah, went for it. <laughs> Don't know who the other guy is. I'm still to work out his number. 
So eight, eight, football. Eight, eight, eight kilometres to go. Brake uh, has got 2.12 on the chasers and then the peloton is at 8.40. So they're obviously sitting up today, aren't they? Trebles on though, Stu, don't you think? Well, I think now you can potentially start talking about the treble. Any talk before that, I think it's nonsense. But, you know, they've got four games to win now. Um, you know, two finals, which I don't think happen. But I say, I fancy, I fancy City to win both those games. Man, you to mess it, it up. Man, you to mess it up. Well, there Man is that, but in. again, I just think with the momentum, the solidarity, they're much more. They're much more of a team team, aren't they, City? They are. No question maybe about so. it. They, they, so yeah, Alex Ferguson to go and give a team talk before the game. Maybe, Whip them up. maybe. I mean, <laughs> out of all the games, I think that's the one we're most likely to to not win. But I still fancy our chances. I still, but again, anything can happen. To say dodgy, dodgy car, dodgy decision, penalty—you know, like soft pens, whippy pens. You know, anything can happen. You know, they could hang on for a one-nil. But yeah, the, the the trouble is definitely on with four games to go. You know, well, five technically, but you know, four wins is all we need. I'm not sure they got the number right in this because, according to this, the Bora rider should be 64, but he's wearing number 54, which would be mean he'd be a Bardiani rider, which he isn't. So have, you got the, have you got the numbers up on the on 64 the is Emmanuel Bookman. I'm well, looking at pro cycling stats, but I reckon they got the numbers wrong. I think we should put you in charge of, uh, of race commentary. So they're now showing the uh, the pink jersey group. So Thomas there with Ineos riders around him. They're just coasting along, aren't they? It's a flat day for them. <clears throat> it's yep. a big one tomorrow, though, isn't it? It's a big one. Tomorrow's huge. What did we, we looked at it yesterday, didn't we? It's... it's, it's Oh, I'm sorry. Not sure who understands my, my watch says. No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand either. I don't understand it either, no. But um, it's a very, very climby day tomorrow, isn't it? It's That's it's three peaks, isn't it? Cat ones. Is that what we decided? Yeah. Talking of, uh, talking of jerseys then, Matt. Pink or yellow? Do you know what? That, oh, I like that question. Okay, so... Hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. Yellow, obviously, yellow jersey... Incredibly iconic, you know, people recognise that who aren't cycling fans at all, okay? Pink jersey doesn't translate in the same way. However, I think the the way the Giro uses pink as the only colour, right? And it just seems to work so well everywhere. It's kind of, it's as a brand, a branding exercise, I think it looks amazing. And with the Tour de France, you've got the other jerseys as well. So you've got green jersey and the polka dot jersey have, you know, they have a role to play as well in how you present the race. So in terms of how it looks, I actually prefer the pink jersey. I would agree. I mean, looking at the uh, running through town here, there's a lot of pink balloons and pink flags. I just think it really works. I think it works in every, in every way they do it. Do you remember when Dublin hosted the opening stage? I don't five or six years ago. I'm gonna get that wrong now. Five or six years ago, it feels like. Yeah. And they had three stages in in Ireland, and it looked incredible. Just the way they'd use the pink there, it just seemed to, I don't know, it it just works really well on TV. And I think if you if you got the uh, with a pair with the black shorts, I think the pink jersey looks looks amazing. And the the, the shade of pink this year, I think, looks really really good. What didn't about you, Paul, Stu? Are you a pink or did, yellow? Didn't Paul Smith do it one year? I think he did. Yes, he, he did. did. Wasn't it for that... the? Wasn't it for the Ireland? Wasn't it when I think yeah, Ireland I think hosted? It might it, I think. Have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right. The, the yellow jersey is iconic, and, and, the, and the other jerseys too. 
But they use <laughs> yellow in other in other ones. So the Dauphin rock potatoes. When I see pink balloons, race. I don't know why I think of uh, I think of Macmillan Cancer. Is it? Are they pink balloons? Yeah. Uh, they might be. No, they might be yeah. green. Macmillan's green. Oh no, they are green. Macmillan. Which charities? Which charities? Pink. There's someone with a pink. Cancer. It's a breast cancer. Isn't breast, it breast it's cancer a breast one? cancer awareness or something like that? Yeah. So anyway, that's the one I think of. It's pink balloon as well. Yeah. Just, but yellow, in terms of using it for bike races, there is a yellow. Don't they use that in the Dauphinois potato race? They use that. Well, they use it lots of them, don't they? There's quite a few that that have have the yellow. Yeah, Dauphinois. Like the official definitely. sort of tour races run by ASO. Yeah. ASO. Yeah. I don't think there's any other. There's no one else that uses pink. I don't know. There's no other race that uses pink. Um, and I, yeah, I think, I think you might you might get some some cyclists who might wear pink. You know, what I mean, in their you know in their wardrobe. Very few people wear yellow because it's a it's a colour. So doesn't, doesn't so suit just, anyone. Does sorry, it? Stu. I've just given you all the names of those riders for the for the wrong on, race. No, no, based on oh. pro. How do you know why? <laughs> so what? Were you, what? Were you, hold on. What did you think? You were I think you might, off? I think you now need to sack me. Right. Okay. Okay. From, so let's from, let's just let's, from, let's just slow down here. So so you thought you were reading from what? <laughs> no, no. I'm on pro cycling stats. Don't yeah. believe me. I am. It's yeah. Fine. Exactly. But what what did you really you were reading though? It's it's brilliant. It, it's oh, it's God. it's absolutely. Talk us through this then. Brilliant. I'll talk you. It's quite simple. I was I was looking because I did a little Google search. I was looking at the start list for 2022. <laughs> awesome. I did think, because I thought Emmanuel Bookman can't yeah. be in the breakaway here. So there we go. So now we've got, yes, it's Nico Dens for Bora Hansgrove. Uh, right. Okay. And yeah. who's the other two? I don't bloody know. Come don't on. One, three. Who's 132 for, for, for Israel Premier Tech? And we got it 206 for Sebastian Berwick. From yep. Israel Premier Tech. Oh, by the time they've done this, they'll have finished the bloody stage. But well, you got three kilometres to do it in. And who was the other one? Trek. You got to 203, I think it was. Dan Hull. Right. Not household names that will be going to, the, going to the finish here. They're going to make it to the finish. They've got two minutes on the, uh, is it two or three minutes on the following, on the chasing group? I blame Google search. <laughs> I'm trying to find the profile to tomorrow because I've lost it again. I think it is three cat ones tomorrow, which will make. What's you? What are you going to say? I was going to say Thursday. Thursday, new drinking. No, I only did it. I was only having a glass because yesterday they were cycling through the Piedmont, Piedmont region of Italy. Oh. And uh, our friend and uh, football ex, ex amateur footballing colleague, Robbie the Duck, uh, had recommended it from Aldi. Well, talk, get get talk, this wine. Okay, he said, talk, get talk this us, wine. It's really good. Talk us through. And is it? Talk, it's red. <laughs> it's wine. No, actually, for a five forty nine wine. No, no, no. You got to pick it up. Good. We want you to give us a well, proper taste. It's, it's within. It's within. It's within the uh, you know your five pound range at Aldi, which is most of the wines that are there. What, what's um, it like on the nose? Give us. The, it's give us dark. The... It's it's quite heavy. I don't really. I think one glass on its own is enough. It needs a bit of food. Typically Italian, got that kind of more pungenty, pungenty it's smell, earthy, earthy, earthiness. Good, good, earth, which I like. I like Italian wine. I have to say, and it's good. It's a quite, it's a quality. It's better. I opened it yesterday. It is better, even better today. My you suggestion: re- Would you recommend it though? I absolutely would. 
I think you'd like. I think you'd like it, Stu. Okay. If we ever make it to the Tour de France with this uh, particular podcast, then maybe we should pick a, a wine from each of the regions they go through. Ooh, well, you've added record. a segment. You've added, you've added I've, added a, a, I've added another feature. A feature, there. that's a the feature. word I'm looking for. So feature. We'll do that. So we... I'll tell you what, we should do that. We talk about this every year. Well, it Just might get Andy P here. A mobile home. <laughs> mobile home. I'll do the cooking. You guys go for a cycle ride. Yeah. We've left well, it. We've that, that, late to organise when, when this pod flies, Stu. When this pod flies, <laughs> we'll have our, our sponsors to fly yeah, out next there, year. <laughs> Start planning. Aldi, Aldi, be sponsors to get out there. <laughs> cheap, cheap, cheap wine from their from their different regions. Well, yeah. yeah. So, there you go. All, all the wine regions of France. We all the pop into all the Aldis in. Still, I, lo- I, lo- I love the enthusiasm for the entire tour. I just think one stage will do. Let's just try and get it to one. If we get to one stage at some point. No, I've never done. I have never done a tour. Uh, follow. I would love to follow a tour, whatever it is. Any of the three, in a van. I think. No, uh, it's got to be. It's got to be a mobile home or what? You know, one of those. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But I, I think the easier one to do it is the Vuelta because it's just not as crowded. I think it. I think it'd be a nightmare logistically. I think it'd be crazy at the tour. Yeah, absolutely crazy. You could do it for a couple of well, stages. You, you, but... Yeah, you could do it for a couple of stages, but you couldn't. Yeah, there's no way to keep up. One point two to go. I'm going to say I'm heading for the Flam Rouge here with these three. With these three well-known so look, riders that we. So we've got we've got uh, Bora, we've got Trek, and we've got Israel Premitech. So let's pick a winner here. Go on, who's your money on? Pick a team. Trek. Okay, you've got, I'm going to go Israel Premier Tech. Stu, unfortunately, you've got left with Bora, who's on the front. So, go, probably I'm not going to win the sprint. Although we don't know, do we? We have no idea who's the best sprinter here. So exciting. <laughs> so, if the, if, the, if the Israel guy gets it, that will be very impressive because he's uh, he was clinging on and he fought his way back. Who was so, the guy? Yeah, who's the guy that tried to break this up? Was it Bora? Bora guy. Yeah, yeah, so obviously he didn't fancy himself in the sprint. So I think it's between Trek and Israel Premier yeah, Tech here. Good point. Good point. So then I always opened up. It's all, they've Too all opened bad. up at the same time. Have they gone? Are you ahead they've of me? They've all gone together. Oh, they've all gone together. Sense. And the Bora guy, it, he's holding them off. I think he's going to take it. How are you ahead? He's actually, he's going to take he's he's taking it. So he tried to he tried to uh, to go long from twelve k's out, and he ends up winning the sprint. How oh, about that? Israel guy is disappointed. He didn't have any sprint in him at all. It was weird. Left. They all opened up their sprint at exactly the same time. Well, then, uh, when you get things like that with breakaways, they're all non non specialists, are they? So they're they're probably how many times have they been in that position in their racing career? <laughs> It's true, isn't it? And also, you just don't know what's left in your legs, do you? After all that way, 179 kilometres, do you think, well, normally I could sprint, but today I just can't do it. I've got nothing left. He, he, he can't believe it. Uh, what's his name his... again? What's his name yeah, again? let's look him up. Hold on. Let's, let's look at his pro stats. We're getting really deep. We're getting, we're, we're getting, a bit, we're getting nice and techy and nerdy here. I'm actually using pro cycling stats. I mean, God. That might be his first professional win, maybe. What was his name again? Nico Dens. 29. How heavy do you think he was? I reckon he is 72 kilos. Stu? Well, stone or kilos? Kilos. 77? 71. (gasps) Good guess. Do we get a prize for that? Big unit, wouldn't we? Uh, 71 kilos is is 11 stone two. 
According to this, he's had he's had four four stage wins tour, today. Uh, tour Tour de Vendée. He's had a Tour de Swiss win, I think, and a Tour of Slovakia win. There or thereabouts. He's twenty nine. You know, solid, solid guy. Solid. Was that his first Grand Tour stage win though? For second at the Giro. Don't know what year that was. Doesn't say. Uh, yeah, first Grand Tour win. So second group coming in now, sprinting for uh, World Tour points or whatever they need to get, isn't it? And then keeping on the the peloton coming in, but that's going to be there six, seven minutes down. Saving the legs for tomorrow, aren't they? Answer me this question: Why? Why would a sports manufacturer? jump into sponsoring kit for the tour the, a, a tour such as the giro that that doesn't sponsor the actual sporting kit so kappa mm. are sponsoring the leisure wear for the giro d'italia but they don't do cycling kit I well who's, who's doing who is doing the kit who is the official who's doing the pink jersey oh, that's a good question well you tend to have you tend to have a you tend to have a long-standing kit sponsor for for kits, don't you? Like, and a really weird one that you don't see everywhere. Like, there used to be one for the Tour of Britain that was just like, who the hell? And you know, GB kits as well. Are but do they give different off. contracts though for the leisure bit as opposed Probably. to the sportswear? Yeah, maybe there's more so. money to be to be doing that really. And do you think that maybe if you're a non, if you're a cycling fan? but you don't cycle in the way that, you know, football fans who don't play football, are you more likely to buy a sort of a Giro d'Italia hoodie that's made by Kappa than yeah, a cycling probably, brand? You, I don't know. I don't know. You what... probably are. And, and Kappa probably see themselves more, possibly more of a leisure wear sponsor. I don't know. Um, Kappa. Oh, a, leisure, a leisure wear manufacturer, I mean. So do you find out who it is? Uh, no, We're doing live up. internet searching. Yeah, shut up. Keep talking. Actually, on Kappa, so Stu, you're a child of the 80s too, just about. So Kappa, yeah. Kappa, Elez, Takini, Tashini, where do we go? Sergio, Sergio Tashini. Tashini. Pony that, trainers. La, Lacoste pony. Pony trainers. No, I, had a pa- oh. I had a pair of pony. I had a pair of pony. NFL, American football a, trainers. Yeah, yeah. I had a blue, oh, with white, blue with white pony. Oh, oh I forgot about that. Don't back, tell man. me. Don't tell me you had a pair of Farrah's as well. I yes. didn't. Do you know what? I didn't do Farrah's. I didn't do Farrah's. But where were you? If you're picking one of those, Kappa, Elez, uh, Tashini, or Tashini. Lacoste. Oh, well, Lacoste, Lacoste, to be fair, out of all those brands, make the best quality stuff. The, the Lacoste stuff's last. That's why it's... That's why you pay 70, 80 quid for it. But it was weird though, wasn't it? It was weird, wasn't it? During, during the mid-80s, you know, it was just, you know, Alez, it was particularly much Alez, um, Tashini and Kappa. It's all you saw, wasn't it? It's all, it seemed to me anyway, all kids were wearing at that, during yeah. that, during that uh, Well, a bit of feeler as well. Oh, feeler. Another one, feeler. feeler. Yeah. I mean, they're all still about, obviously. But yeah, the bigger brands, the Nikes, Adidas, have well, taken over it, haven't they? Well, they um, were, they were, but they were more about, they were all about sort of, you know, uh, performance sport. wear and actual sport. Whereas that was a sort of sports casual leisure wear, wasn't it? The Kappa and, and uh, you wouldn't buy a Kappa, 
it felt to me you wouldn't buy Kappa if you were playing. Oh my god, I just found the pony trainers that I had. I thought you were looking for the shirt. I thought you were looking for the jersey. Uh, Castelli. Ah, oh, Castelli, right, because that's a proper cycling brand. But Loz, Stu, Stu, Loz and I were talking about this a couple of days ago. So we had to travel up to, um, a couple of days ago, to where we grew up. And it, we were talking about this, this issue about the kit. And uh, I'd remembered that there was a sports shop in this in this particular town. I best not say the, uh, the name of the shop for <laughs> legal reasons. And... You remember how we, they used to charge ridiculous prices for those things, didn't they? You know, really a huge amount of money for that sports, for that sports casual stuff. And um, he got done by trading standards for counterfeit Lacoste t-shirts, which he was selling for a hundred pounds. And bearing in mind, this is the mid eighties. And it just wow. seemed an absolute extortionate amount of money because they were, they were just charging ridiculous amounts, weren't they, for that sort of kit? I never could afford it. I never could afford wow. that sort of stuff. I mean, uh, track seats were quite big when we, when we were kids. Trainers, obviously, but also that those sports jackets, what those sort of like sports jackets, mm-hmm. which, you know, big Kappa mm-hmm. logo on the back, and they were sort of two, two-tone. There was like a blue on the top, red on the bottom, split. Um, and, yeah, that's what everyone wore. But it was, it, was, it was more sports fashion, I suppose, wasn't it, rather than specifically wearing it for the sport. Having said that, though, I think Tashini, Sergio Tashini used to be in tennis. Yes, they were. Actually, yeah, yeah, tennis was a big thing, actually. And actually, yeah. Fe- and Fela made, actually, Fela made tennis rackets, I think, as well. So there was probably yeah. a bit more of a hint over to that. Wasn't there? They all dabbled in. Um, but look, I mean, I think, to be fair, Kappa would have done their homework, as the Giro would have done their homework, and realised that the people who are going to, who watch cycling, or potentially even who do cycle, but then want to get changed when they get home and wear casual, comfortable clothes, is the same audience. So that's why they're yeah. doing it. You know, they've done their homework and there's going to be, you know, probably lots of young men and women who are into cycling in their 20s, I thought. Oh, Stu, Loz has just sent, uh, just sent the uh, the link for those pony trainers. And, oh my God, I had a pair of those. Oh, Did you have ones as well? Hold on, we're going to have to I fight. I had a pair of those. I, I those pair, NFL I ones, I, I had a blue pair. You probably had my old ones. Yeah, maybe. Probably had them after me. They were, white yeah, with, well, they were white with blue. Oh, they look good, so, don't they? I love those. I, I think I had, if not the same, but a very similar pair. But mine were, mine were <laughs> quite, quite, quite a, a light blue and a luminous green. Mm, what, yeah. year, what year would that have been? With this a bit, I'm trying to work out what this would be. That would have been. I'll tell you what year that would have been. Five eighty six. No, no. Well, slightly For later. For me, it was. Me. I think. It would have been 89, 88, 89. 88, 89. Second, third year of second. Yeah, mine would have been, I think, 84, 85. So, Lars, you probably had them in 87. Do you remember? <laughs> now, I am going going a bit of a trip down memory lane. We've been, done trainers, you've done trousers. Did you ever have a Y cardigan? Yeah, definitely. She's looking blank. <laughs> She's looking blank at the well, Y we had, cardigan. We had cardigans, but I never heard of a Y cardigan. Yeah, we've got a Y cardigan. Burgundy. Burgundy Y cardigan. Burgundy. I've just found a photo as well. I to send Back it through. to the 80s. I had a pair of Burgundy Farrers, a Burgundy Y cardigan, down the school disco. I didn't like, I just didn't like what a Farrer trousers. I just didn't like the feel of it. Didn't really my like mum wouldn't let us. My mum wouldn't let, let us have them. So let's have a look at this. Though. It was Marks and Spencer. 
Oh, yes. Look at that photo. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. So I'm looking here. We've got a couple, we've got a couple of fine-looking chaps on this, fa- on this Facebook photo, and they're wearing the Y cardigan, which is burgundy at the top and bottom, and then a central, big, thick stripe, blue one in the middle with a Y on, and then some thin sort of white piping. And has he got some burgundy fire trousers on there, maybe? I think one of them has, yep. And then the other one's got <laughs> some tight jeans and a pair of maybe Adidas Superstar on. I can't yeah. see what the green trainers are, but uh, that's a look, isn't it? That is yeah. a classic mid eighties look. That was my look. <laughs> the slightly floppy bit. hair. Yeah, that's not you. Is no. It? no, it's not me. <laughs> it's um, the, but the Y, I never realised. Apparently, it stands for Yale. Why were we all wearing Yale? Well, it's a whole American Yale college. It's sort of American college boy look, isn't it? That's what it. Yeah, that's what it was. Bizarre. I mean, look at those burgundy pants. I mean, that's, you could argue that segued into what I call salmon pants now. And let's face it, if you see someone in London wearing salmon pants. You Do you know, think that's it, the same? Do you think that's the same? I'm not so sure. That's I, think well, the... I think they've segued. If that's the collegiate look they're going for, you can imagine these, uh, the, some of the English toffs are taking it on. For the, the yeah, but that's those, the point. The 80s up. casual look was, was, not, was not a sort of upper school. I mean, it was not a upper class sort of. No, but boy, posh look. Top, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that one, you're, to your point, that's yeah, that's Yale. But why did we appropriate it? Why? Uh, why did that become a? That wasn't. Can I, can I just players. check? Just want to check before we go any. Just before we get any further with this, with with for the oh, love of pod. Have you both? No, no, not that. Have you both ever owned a pair of red trousers? Just to double check here. Steve's talking about the red trouser look. Just Only burgundy trousers in the eighties. Never, never. A red pair. Good, good. Never just, red. Just never burgundy, and certainly never. Salmon. Where do you stand on green trousers? Green trousers. Where do you stand on green? I, oh, green a, trousers. I, I think well, green yeah. trousers. I think. I think. Yeah, fine. Well, well, we wanted all colours I mean, here. What? What? Depends what style. I've got nothing wrong. I think against green, unless they're, they're ridiculous. Then I'm not, I, not can you? Where trousers. can you? Fi- where can you find green trousers? Though it's not a. That's not a common colour, is it? For trousers. Well, yeah, get green khaki, couldn't you? Yeah, but that particular green, there's not a khaki green. You know, I mean, you're wearing a green jacket. And it's, it's a grey. You mean a non-cargo pant green? You mean just a pair yeah. of green jeans or yeah, green? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't think I've ever seen them. Sort of like a grassy green. That's oh, that's a, that's a... jeans. Yeah. I'm not sure I've ever seen it though. Yeah, I'm not, not sure about that. Well, Stu has already told us in the in the last episode. Anyway, he just he just black or blue with uh, with what was it with uh, accents. That's what yeah. how he dresses. Yeah, so green. <laughs> You're like not going to catch you with a, a pair of pony little, trainers. A little bit of green on my t-shirt tonight. That's about it. <laughs> the race is over. The race is over. We have a we have a winner. We have uh, uh, Thomas de Geraint still in pink, and uh, yeah, all square on the GC by the looks of it. So that was yeah, that was stage twelve. I think um, it was almost like a, a stage that was almost like a, a settling stage after all the drama. And they chaos. have to, I suppose, they have to do these transitions, don't they? Really, it can't, it can't be frenetic every single stage, can it? If you got across the twenty-one, you you can't have it full on all the time. Um, so I suppose it makes sense. So um, that's stage twelve. Then any uh, before we wrap up, any any AOB. Well, only the last wordle, really. The last wordle, good. You, does anyone uh, does anyone actually still do wordle? Well, yes. Okay. Daily. You don't. You both do. 
I'm a late. I'm a late. I remember. Like, I remember so. we. I doing this with you. I don't know when it was. A few months ago, and you said, "What is this?" And of you're stu- you're stupid. I'm not. I haven't done it for months. I will always. I will always. You know, whatever the zeitgeist is, I will always reject it first. <laughs> first and foremost, never an early adopter. No. 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 <laughs> so um, have you both done today's wordle then? Yes. Yes. And do you one. want to give your scores? Give us your scores. Can't remember. Well, I got it. I, Can't I remember. Mean, that. That's that. I'm sorry. I'm You're doing Wordle. You can definitely remember what you got I today. Know. I know. I got it in five, which for, we, we are, I've even got a Wordle WhatsApp chat. You what's your, what, okay, Stu, I'll come back to you, Lost, come back to you in a second. Stu, what's your running average then? Five today must have been a tough one. What's your, what's your average at the moment? You know, I, 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 I had a birdie shot today. But there was three options, and I and unfortunately sunk it in five. When I, could, I went for it in three, missed it on four, got it in five. Uh, what's my average? Well, it depends what you're looking at because my stats. Go on. If we do, if we, if we're taking like a par or an average to be get to get in four over the course of what I've done, I'm over three hundred and fifty odd goes. I'm eight over. Eight okay? over. Yeah. Eight over after three hundred and fifty. And what's your uh, what's your normal normal guess? It what how do they do it? They rank it on the, you know, what have you done most of? I've not got into those stats. Okay. Oh, score, oh, yeah, score. Sorry, score. Most is four. Yeah. Four. Four. Yeah, most is four. Yeah, um, I'm the same. I'm 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 a, a relative novice compared to Stu's volume of uh, played played wordles, but I did it in five as well today. A similar thing. Went for it on the three. Was panicking. Got a good guess on the four, which was annoying, and then nailed it on the five. So, is there a particular, t- you know, with the, with the routine here? Is there a coffee moment and wordle? Yes. You know, what, what's your what's your routine, Stu? Coffee wordle, ten minutes silence. I get annoyed if people start speaking to me or interrupting me. In bed or, or in bed? Oh no, bed. downstairs, downstairs on the couch in the kitchen. Cup of coffee, wordle, ten minutes, five minutes. Otto will peer over. She always gets involved. Florence does it on a, on my laptop on the other side of the room. We never, we never, you know, no, no clues not allowed. So there's no conflab with the kids. You just got to do. No, 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 no. Yeah. And then Otley, we do Otley for she does wordles for five year olds. So this is all done, done and dusted by eight o'clock. Uh, today was a bit no well, eight. O'clock you came back to morning. it, didn't you? You they came had, back to it. No, no, no. They had early morning clubs this morning. They had to be at school at ten to eight. So this is like done at seven o'clock this morning. So Lars, give us your wordle routine then. It's uh, it's six thirty with a cup of tea in bed. Hiding well, first my thing from Joe, you... who's also trying to do it. <laughs> so it's the first thing you do when you wake up. Wow. Pretty much. 6.30 in the morning. Pretty much. Well, and the then first thing you do is make it... a cup of tea. Surely he makes a cup of tea. <laughs> then he does his word. Otherwise, yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. he's got a tea correct. made. Correct, Joe. <laughs> well, Joe could go into the tea, you know. And then, and then the routine, Joe, if it hasn't happened within 10 minutes, then, you know, the dog's got to be walked. So it's uh, it's a return. This, today's was a return late afternoon because I'd forgotten to go back to it. <sighs> But often well, you go sure. back, you, you go back, and you get it really quick if you leave it. Well, I'm very, I, I admire you both. I've never, I did it. I enjoy doing it for a, I would say, a couple of months maybe, and then you know when everyone was talking about it all the time, it was on Twitter everywhere, wasn't it? I hardly, I hardly see anybody post it now. Maybe the people are still doing it, just not telling people they're doing it. No one it, needs so. to post it. Well, no, there was a whole thing, wasn't there? Everyone was doing that. I think you need but to I get back of, on the wordle. So you do you can think I need to get join, back on the wordle? This, this feature. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I should. Maybe I should start to start a streak. Yeah. Okay. I'll. Uh, remember. Remember when Facebook first came around twenty twenty five. What was twenty years ago? People were posting. I'm having a hamburger. 
You don't see people posting out. I'm on a hamburger. True. True. Well, okay then. I'll uh, I'll take that away. I'll take that as my action from this episode. So I'm going to go and buy a pair of pony trainers. And buy a pair of trainers. Oh, well, he's sitting, there, he's sitting there now with it on the screen. Yeah, right. a, couple of, a couple of pairs there. I might even go pre my time. Well, if there's no other AOB to the AOB, should we wrap it up there, champs? Yeah. Let's do it. Time yeah. to bye, 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 bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye.